Welcome to Zeal Aging Redefined, where we're changing the narrative of aging and inspiring women 40 plus to age with boldness, confidence, and kick-ass positivity. So join me each week as we have real talk conversations to ensure that people know maturity brings strength, wisdom, and superpowers. Welcome to Zeal Aging Redefined, where we're changing the narrative of aging and inspiring women 40 plus to age with boldness, confidence, and kick-ass positivity. I'm Stella Ringer, your Chief of Aging Fabulous, and I'm here to tackle the real issues that impact women 40 plus as we age in mind, body, beauty, and fashion. Join me each week as we demystify the stigma of aging and inform, educate, and validate that maturity brings strength, wisdom, and superpowers. Zeal, Aging Redefined, your go-to for aging fabulous. And today, we've got a guest who is definitely aging fabulous. She is, again, thebomb.com. I know I, again, showing my age with that, but she is just a well-rounded, beautiful woman inside and out, and that is Felana Williams. She is the head of entertainment for the mayor's office for the city of Atlanta, and definitely a powerhouse veteran in the entertainment industry. So let's welcome Falana. Thank you, Stella. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much Absolutely. for being here. You look beautiful. Thank you as well. You, you look, look beautiful. I see we both have the ponytail <laughs> thing going today. on. Yeah. I love it, love it. So we're gonna <laughs> talk today, Falana, just again around the aging journey. Uh, I really wanna inspire women, as I mentioned, uh, to kind of change the narrative. And even from a society perspective, men, women, et cetera, you know, sometimes it's as we go through this aging journey, um, I think we kind of feel at times that it's the end. But why can't it be the beginning? Absolutely. So we can take all of our experiences, our wisdom, our knowledge, and live our best now. So first question, tell me your definition of aging out loud and how that comes to life uh, with you. Um, well, I'm doing it, honestly. Um, so um, aging out loud really is just being very genuine um, mm -hmm. with who you are and where you are in life. I mean, I think as, as women, especially, and Black women in particular, um, <clears throat> we age gracefully. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just putting it lightly. Yeah. I think that, mm -hmm. you know, women, Black women are probably some of the best agers. I hate agers. <laughs> I hear that all the time. Yeah, you know, when people too. find out our age, they're very stunned. You see the social media post about Black women. Yep. So, but I think that we really are the Benjamin Button of mm -hmm. it. And I think, um, to me, aging out loud is really, uh, the best thing about it is showing uh, younger generations that it's okay to be who you are. Yeah. A lot of the things that um, if I could give um, insight and, you know, and some insight to uh, mm -hmm. younger generations, I would tell them that um, <clears throat> just to be uniquely who you are and be okay with your age, um, mm -hmm. don't um, try to take on anybody else's looks or, yes. um, you know, try to keep up with anyone because right. time is the best teacher that, you know, I think the less that you do to yourself, the better you age. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And so to me, yeah, aging out loud is just, you know, just being graceful and letting, you know, nature take, take its course with you. Mm -hmm. Because um, I do 
believe that we get more beautiful as we age. Yes, agree, agree. And even though, you know, zeal, we're focusing on those women 40 plus, at the end of the day, I want to leave a roadmap. Right. For millennials and 20 year olds, because like you said, it's, we're the example. Right. We're the example. So I definitely agree there. Now, did you ever hear that little small voice on your shoulder, Falana? Like as, I don't know if you were 40, when you turned 40 or whatever age it might've been, where, you know, maybe you started to think about, well, my place in life, my value in life as you were aging. Did you ever hear it? And if you didn't, share that as well. I did. Um, um, I mean, I'm my entire career mm-hmm. life and in my career life, I've mm-hmm. worked a lot. Yeah. Um, I did have kids late. Um, mm-hmm. So that was a voice. Uh, you're 36. So are you going to do it? Yep. Are you not? Um, and then, you know, the other voice. Well, if you have kids as a woman, mm-hmm. what does that mean for your career? So yeah. um, but, you know, fortunately for me, you know, age, it was a little probably a little more complicated mm-hmm. than being younger, having kids. But yeah. I was able to, you know, have kids. I have two beautiful children. Mm-hmm. Um 15 and okay. 10. Um, but yeah, teenage, I, years. teenage years. I did hear the voice um, mainly for that reason, for, yeah. you know, or, you know, whether or not to have children. Mm-hmm. Um, it was that voice. Um, do you, your career, will it suffer? Should, mm-hmm. should I have kids? Should, should I not? But I'm really happy with the decision I made. I'm, I, it definitely makes, um, for me, yeah. I became a much more well-rounded and compassionate person. Got it. And speaking of career, I know you made a career change. Yes. You were, well, kind of. I know it's a, maybe it's a different lens we're looking through because I know you were in the entertainment industry, worked with so many artists, and now you kind of are on that political arena. Yes. So tell me about that transition and, and when did that actually happen? Well, instead of a transition, I call it a pivot because it was okay. a career change. I just completely pivoted. Um, I woke up in New York City one day. I had two young kids. I was traveling every week, sometimes Mm. twice a week. I never saw them. I had a nanny. I was making great money, but I wasn't happy. Mm. Um, And I wanted to be a mom. Mm -hmm. So I, and I was a single mom. Mm -hmm. So I, um, I just changed my career path. Um, I was about right at 40 and um, wanted to do something where I could still engage in entertainment because I love it. I just couldn't be on the front lines like that anymore. Mm -hmm. So I did pivot. Um, I moved back to Atlanta, Mm -hmm. Um, much easier pace, much (laughs) slower pace, a lot faster than it used to be, but still a lot slower than New York City. And um, I moved, me and the kids moved back here. Um, I got into politics um, I've been in now for six years. Mm-hmm. It's been amazing. I still do great work. Um, mm-hmm. I help out with a lot of entertainment initiatives, but on the other side, um, in terms of legislation, infrastructure, mm-hmm. um, Atlanta needed a lot of infrastructure uh, when it came to the entertainment business. Mm-hmm. So um, it was, yeah, about 40. And um, it's been really, it was a good pivot. I spend a, a lot of time with my kids. I, nice. I'm a basketball mom. Okay. Um, I'm a girl mom. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, it's been fun and it's been very fulfilling. Now, as you, as we can kind of continue on the career path, uh, kind of going back to when you were in the entertainment industry, like frontline, uh, did you, as you were aging, did you feel different pressures or did you experience anything differently as you were aging within that entertainment industry? I didn't because I I think my age has never been a factor. Like no one believed my age. In no the one first knew. Place. What, <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So and it's not something that, you know, and 
everything in entertainment is you're younger than you are. Even with yeah. the artists that we promote, we mm-hmm. always take their age back a few years. So mm-hmm. it never was an issue. I think being a woman may have been more of an issue in mm-hmm. entertainment. So I think I felt it from that aspect. Okay. You know, being in um, the music business for 20 years, mm-hmm. um, and I had a lot of accolades. Um, however, I think that anybody else with the successes I had would have been the president of a label. If I had mm-hmm. been a man, I would have been running a record label. Mm-hmm. So, What was yeah. your most um, memorable experience? from an entertainment perspective? I had many um, most memorable. Um, I have, I've had a lot of artists that I've represented win Grammys. Mm, I think nice. the biggest may have been, um, um, it's hard to say which yeah. one's the biggest, okay. but I'll say one of the biggest would have been uh, I was managing Estelle, and she was an artist. She's oh, yeah. from um, the UK. Mm-hmm. So um, having her win um, her first Grammy was mm-hmm. a big deal because it just, for me, it said a lot about um, being able to um, manage and market um, a talent that really her whole culture was very different than it for um, mm-hmm. With her being from the UK and me being American, and she won an American award. Not yeah. and she won tons of awards overseas, but to win a Grammy was a big deal. So that mm-hmm. would have been um, one of my biggest moments. Nice. Again, you know, those experiences and the knowledge and you know all of the things that you dropped. I know in the entertainment industry while you were there, I know is like remarkable. So yes. so Amazing. so let's talk about a recent change. You know, I've had, I had someone on the show and we were talking about our bodies and how our bodies change as we age. And she dropped, um, Dr. Contessa dropped a lot of great, great knowledge on things that we can do around our digestive system, sex, you know, whole nine yards, had a great conversation. So tell me about this recent experience where you found from a hormone kind of standpoint was maybe a little unbalanced, but you, you tell the story. Well, I recently, well, during COVID, um, mm-hmm. I started gaining a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. Didn't know why. Um, I was still working out, eating the same, maybe mm-hmm. drinking a little bit more alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> but that was it. <laughs> um, and I just started, I gained like over 30 pounds. Um, and I went to, the, you know, my regular doctor mm-hmm. um, and just couldn't figure it out. Um, a mutual colleague, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, told me, uh, Anasara, mm-hmm. told me about an internal medicine doctor. His name is Edward Fadakoff. Mm-hmm. Um, and completely different experience. Mm-hmm. He um, ran tests on me, and mm-hmm. I found that my home- hormones were really um, imbalanced. Mm-hmm. Um, and all three, so from mm-hmm. estrogen, testosterone, and progesterone, they were all off. Mm-hmm. No idea. Like, mm-hmm. you know, as a woman who probably should know more about her hormones, but I'm sure most of us don't. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I didn't know about that. And he really, he balanced out my hormones and put me on a regimen that, I mean, the the weight I've lost 50 pounds. I mean, and even before the 30 pounds, I probably could have stood to lose about another 15, 20 pounds and I Mm -hmm. lost it all. Like I I feel amazing. You look look amazing. But I would tell everybody, internal medicine is so key. I mean, I think Mm -hmm. when we start to gain weight and especially as you get older and you you go, when you go from 30s to your 40s until your Mm -hmm. 50s, our Mm -hmm. bodies do change. Our hormones are different. Um, And it is really important to know your levels because 
you could be trying to fix issues that you are doing incorrectly. Right. So, right. And it or may not even be aware of. I may, may not even be aware of. So it wasn't even the working out. Like, working out has nothing to do with my weight loss at all. Mm. Eating right, yes, but it was mm-hmm. way more. I would say 75% was my hormone imbalance mm-hmm. that was causing the weight gain. Yeah. And by balancing them, I was, you know, I'm much healthier. So did you feel, before you even went to this internal medicine doctor, was it something that your body was telling you or it was just... Absolutely. Yeah. I was tired all the time. Okay. Um, night sweats, which so, you know, that yep. gave me a signal that it was my hormones. Mm-hmm. But I was tired. I had night sweats. The weight gain. I love to run. Couldn't mm-hmm. run without, you know, yeah. my legs hurt, my knees hurt. Even sometimes, and I have to be honest, I'm a petite woman. Mm-hmm. Even walking upstairs at my house sometimes were a little complicated. I couldn't wow. get out of bed as quickly as I, you know, I'm used yeah. to jumping out of bed. I couldn't do any of that anymore. Wow. Um, and now my energy is insane. I just mm-hmm. ran um, a couple of months ago. The mayor has this 5K on the runway. Yeah. And for the first time in years, I ran the entire thing without stopping. Come right. so. on, girl. Yeah. Come on, girl. Mm-hmm. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Feel good. So tell, tell us about like the importance of physical movement along with, you know, on the journey that you learned around your home, hormones, et cetera. What about physical movement? Was that, I know you said you ran the, the 5K, which mm-hmm. was awesome, but was that part of it as well? Just keeping, making sure that you kind of kept that moving as well? Absolutely. And I think more importantly, the fact that I my physical movement wasn't as easy was the hard part for me. Yeah. Um, definitely physical movement is important. Yeah. Um, but it became real to me when it was hard for me to have physical movement, when it was hard for me to run, when it was hard for me to go upstairs. I knew something was off. So um, I would say, to me, that was the biggest uh, indicator, the Mm -hmm. fact that I couldn't physically move as much as I needed to. I've always been someone who's been physically active. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I I couldn't do it like I wanted to was like, that was scary. Well, like I said, you look... You look thank amazing. You. Thank you, thank so you. I'm going to switch over a little around relationships. And these are all topics I've kind of had conversations with other women 40 plus uh, around. So just wanted to get your perspective. Um, we had some relationship experts on earlier uh, and they talked about, you know, the dating and relationship game with women 40 plus. It's, you know, it's, it's a different game, right? Mm-hmm. Versus when we were 20, 30, et cetera. So I wanted to get your perspective. I'm not trying to get in your business, but wanted to ask you around relationships and, and kind of where you are around 40 plus. Have, have, have your standards changed? Um, I don't think they've changed, but I think it's easier to date now. Um, I think in my um, 30s and early 40s that um, I probably still had expectations of, of a life partner. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I don't have those now, but I just don't know if it's that important. I think okay. my priorities have switched. Um, I'm happy. I'm healthy. I have two amazing kids. Mm-hmm. And so now um, I date. Okay. And it's, um, it's um, I think it's like more free. It's a free-flowing um, experience now as opposed to, you know, expectation-based. Right. So, and I think it's, um, I don't know why I think that, um you people know if you're dating with expectations and now because it's just so you know yeah such a I think I have more fun now dating than I used to it's, it, you're yeah. not so pressed yeah for, yeah yes. yeah the relationship experts that I spoke with uh we talked about the dating apps like it's it's a lot of competition probably yeah, now do because I, you don't do and that's, and that's fine <laughs> I, I was telling them my sister uh 
she was kind of considering it, and mm-hmm. then she's like, mm, I don't think so. I want to meet someone the old-fashioned way. So, you know, it's it's to each his own. To but, each his own, But I you're agree. dating, so yeah. somehow, so where'd you where'd you find the people then? You know, I, I've, I've never had a problem dating. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so just it just depends. So, yeah, it's, yeah. Friends. Friends and, or, you know, yeah, introductions. Just, yeah. I mean, I could be, yeah. Mm-hmm. It just popping, you know, just meeting by chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do. I would agree with your sister. I definitely prefer the old fashioned way of dating. I yeah. haven't, I don't even think I've gotten close to even putting my name in an app. I'll look <laughs> at them and say, nope, not for me. But to each his Again, own. Again, to each his own. Yeah. So what about your kids what, since you're dating? Oh, what, my what, son. What's, what's my daughter doesn't. My, my daughter's cool with it, but my son has like 20 questions every, like he's, yeah. He's, he'll call me 20 times. I have to, like, block him during the day. Oh, that's sweet. So he won't, yeah, he's very he's ch- protective. He's checking on mom. Yeah. Checking on and mom. And especially since the weight loss, he's just like, mm, mom, these guys are going to be all over you. <laughs> <laughs> he just loves you. He, he does, just loves yeah. you. That's all. Mm-hmm. Back to our, uh, our aging journey here, Falana. And, you know, again, we're talking about educating, celebrating, inspiring women, uh, I did mention before, you know, it, it, it's not that easy at times. Did you ever fear, like, aging at all? Um, <clears throat> from a physical appearance standpoint, no. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in terms of being a single mom with kids, yes. And I had kids late. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, my it definitely... Um, just making sure that I have enough time to make sure they're okay in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. That's it. That would be my only, only any apprehension or fear about aging would be that for me. Got it. Yeah. What little tidbit or wisdom nugget would you give someone who may be, you know, struggling a little? I met a young lady, this was a few months ago, um, and she worked at a company. I was looking at that company uh, around just some rental furniture. And she was saying that... Um, she was turning 40 in 2023, and she was just, you know, having an issue with it, you know, mm-hmm. struggling with it, I should say. So what would be your wisdom nugget for someone who may be struggling a little? Um, in our age group? Yeah, those those women kind of moving into that Gen Xer, Got like it. 40. Yeah, I would say stay thing. off social media because those people mm. really don't look like that. Mm. I mean, it's so many apps that they... Put you know you don't even have to put on makeup anymore. They yeah. you know oh yeah. So if, <laughs> you know if you do look at those apps, I would say uh, just keep it all in perspective. Um, be happy with who you are. Be genuine to yourself. I think you know again with to, to each his own. Um, do what makes you happy. I mean mm-hmm. self care is really important. Um, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I you know I just think that everybody's reality is different and. I think social media has really consumed so many people mm-hmm. that um, we often compare ourselves to the next yep. person when we shouldn't. Just, yeah. yeah, And we're all beautiful. We all have very beautiful aspects that no one else has. Yeah. And just to be uniquely who you are, do what mm-hmm. makes you happy, of course, right. and, but just don't put too much pressure on yourself yeah. as you age. And that's social media. They, you know, we put the things out there that are, are the best, yeah. right? <laughs> right. So... So I agree. I yeah. agree. Awesome. Awesome. So I'm going to play a little game with okay. you. And it's a challenge because what I'm doing, Falana, as we as we know, is really trying to just change the mindset okay. um, around the perception around women aging. And again, 
it being a death sentence, right. if you will. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say a word or a few phrases where society may have deemed negative as we age. And then I want you to flip the script and give me the first kind of positive word or phrase that comes to mind okay. for you. Right. So as an example, um, you know, wrinkles. So for me, that's wisdom. Mm-hmm. So like that. you got it? Mm-hmm. All right, let's start. All right, first word. Aging. Aging. Um, seasoned. Okay. Tell me more. Um, I think it's just, you know, seasoned means, I mean, when you look at anything in life, season adds spice to it. Season means that you are definitely wise and more mature and are making better choices. So mm-hmm. choices. So I definitely think that seasoned is a better way of saying aging. Nice. Menopause. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of one word. Can I say a phrase? You can. Sorry, forgive me for any men listening. Uh, no more periods. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I think it was Dr. Contessa that said, uh, you can't get pregnant. Right, no, there you <laughs> so, go. So well, you're less likely, I should say. I guess anything is possible. Right. Um, girl, you're too, sex- you're too old to be sexy. Um, fine like wine. Okay. Tell me more on that one as well. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I think, again, just do what makes you happy and find like wine. To me, wine has to age to be good. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think as women age, we become finer and actually more sexier. Mm -hmm. So I like, I'm I'm glad you, well, that was the challenge. So good job. Uh But I'm glad you mentioned the, um, the sexy piece. So, and again, you were sexy then and now. So, but I know you've made this transition. So tell me about Falana sexy. How do you feel about, you know, again, as we age, we can still be sexy. We mm-hmm. can still feel confident. What's your take on that piece? I love it. I mean, I hear the comments people make about someone being over age wearing something that they shouldn't wear. I mean, I can see somebody who's 15 who probably shouldn't have on an <laughs> right. outfit. But if they feel good, my thought and. I'm always at the mindset that if someone feels good in it, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. If you know, if you have on a crop top and some black leggings, and no matter what it looks like, if you're happy and secure in how you feel in it, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be weight, age, yeah. or anything else that tells you not to do it. So, you know. Okay, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the sexy Felina. Uh, you look sexy today, but you know. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, but I appreciate you joining oh, this me was today, great. first of all. Yes. You know, I knew we were going to have a good time. We've known each other for a while. And listeners and viewers out there, Felana and I are sorority sisters, yes. Delta Sigma That's Theta right. sorority and Corporation. J13. Yes. Right yes. <laughs> so, uh, so I appreciate, again, I knew we would have a great chemistry. I knew you would have a great story uh, because I knew your background and experiences and the value that you bring in general. So again, thank you so much. Thank you. And congratulations. This is so great. Thank you. Thank Thank you. And thank you, Zill Nation. That is our episode today. But as I said, as I always say, join me next week for additional Real Talk conversations around the aging journey. Zill, Aging Redefined, I'm Stella, your Chief of Aging Fabulous, and I'll see you next week.